0: And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned.
1: Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host Tony Shore, We are super excited to have you join us today. Today is gonna be a big educational show. So if you have your pencil and paper, get it ready because we're gonna be talking about the different types of annuities. And this is such a comprehensive topic because there are probably, you could just sit down with a piece of paper and make a list of all the different kinds of annuities and go on and on and on. So there's lots of education that needs to happen when we're talking about this topic. So really looking forward to doing that. And um, I'll just say right up front also that Chris and I have set aside about a few complimentary appointments as we go through the show for people that are really interested to start looking at how this could potentially be a tool in their retirement toolkit. But before we jump into that, Tony, how are you doing?
0: (laughs) I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Tara. Yeah, I'm having a great day. It's always a beautiful day here on Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. We have a great time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we do. And you know, I liked uh, our show last week was a good one. Got a lot of calls on that one. And uh, I know you've been meeting with folks. I think that's fantastic. Uh, But yeah, I've been good. What have you been up to? How are the horses doing?
1: You know the horses are really doing well and it's it's always kind of funny because I have my my first horse was Donzer and I got my second horse Ava kind of as I want to say like my backup horse for because when Donzer's not feeling good or if he needs a little time off I you know I need a horse to keep riding and Ava is actually starting to catch up to Donzer now and I'm like this you're the backup horse and but Donzer is getting to be a little grumpy old man and he's like I don't know how hard I really want to work. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping that we're going to get over like all of us, you know, when you, have you ever like made that new year's resolution, you start going back to the gym and you're just like, oh, that first month is just the worst. And, <laughs> and then you start to get into shape and you're like, ah, oh, I could do this. Yeah. But that, that initial hump of you got to get past that, that certain level of fitness before it becomes fun. I think that's where I'm at with Donzer. He's like, why do we always have to make it harder? And I'm like, well, cause in dressage there's eight levels and we're on level six, <laughs>
0: Wow. Well, it, <laughs> that's fun. Well, I know that you have a lot of patience and and love uh, love your horses, so that's great. Um, what are we talking about on the show today?
1: Well, you know, we're going to do some education, Tony. I think annuities is one of those topics that gets very confusing, and I think there's words like aren't. Isn't there a rule in English language where you're not supposed to use a word in its own definition? and yeah. there's things like you can annuitize your annuity and it's like what
0: so <laughs>
1: <laughs> my goal today for anyone listening to the show is you have a lot of good notes so that you can sit down with a professional and say explain this to me we were talking about it on the radio and i got i got half of it and now i need i want people to have some good questions because i think this is step one is understanding enough to ask some good questions
0: yeah Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to ask some questions. I I don't know how good they'll be, but I know your answers are always great and you always set me straight. So this is going to be a good conversation for you and I to have, Tara, with our listeners out there. And, you know, I know that as my wife and I prepare for retirement, we're always looking for ways to make sure that we don't outlive our income in retirement. I mean, once that working paycheck stops, Tara, that's what I'm concerned about. You know, Tony,
1: and it's, it's that balance. Exactly, you're exactly right because, you know, you, I don't ever want anyone to outlive their income. And it's always this question because you hear about you need to be in the market because you want to keep up with inflation. And that's true. But you also don't want to be in the market and be 70 years old and lose half of your retirement account. So there's this balance that we have to achieve between safety and growth. And you know, it's the, it's that crystal ball kind of a question. Where if I knew exactly what to do, you know, I would I wouldn't be working. <laughs> I would already be done, right? Right, right. <laughs> but but this is what this is the struggle of what I want to make sure I help guide all of my clients through is, you know, coming up with what's going to work for them to achieve that correct balance between safety and growth, so that you get to enjoy retirement. That's what it's all about.
0: Right. And I know there are so many different now retirement vehicles, investment options and strategies out there. What can you tell us about some of these options and how they can help us create a retirement income plan? Because that's the key here, isn't it?
1: You know, it is, Tony. So we're going to actually jump down in the weeds for today's show a little bit. So I kind of just encourage everybody to, to create a mental picture. Uh, when I sit down with people, I, it, to me, it's almost like the upside down Um, pyramid. So the big picture we want to know is, you know, what's your, what gets you excited? Why are you saving money? You know, what is the dream? That's the big picture. And so that's our vision. And then underneath that vision, then we have our strategies. And that's where we start to look at, you know, how conservative or how risky, you know, what kind of a balance fits in there for, for me. And then the third level down, we start looking at our tools. And Tony, when I'm talking about tools, I'm talking about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, annuities, bank accounts, CDs, those things are all tools. So what we're gonna do then is we're gonna peel back the layer, Tony, and we're gonna jump in and talk about annuities because you know it's kind of like everything, Tony, a tool can be used for good or evil, depending if you have the right tool for the right job.
0: Yeah, yep. So
1: <laughs> you don't wanna pick up a hammer when what you really needed was a screwdriver. <laughs> you get some really big holes in the wall that you didn't really need.
0: Well, or like my dad always told me, uh, son, everything looks like a nail when all you have is a hammer.
1: Exactly, exactly. When all you
0: have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail.
1: So <laughs> There you go. Uh, but
0: isn't. <laughs> That's the key there, but is not. Um, and this is a, this sounds helpful. Uh, do you have ways to determine, and I know we've talked about this, I think we may have even talked about this last week, but... Uh, we have to determine what our risk allocation is going to be, right?
1: We can, Tony, and this is I, this is the great starting spot. Right? Cuz I'm I guess some people like to work from the inside out and I just for me, Tony, it always makes sense to start from the outside working in. So, let's start with the rule of 100 because I like to keep numbers easy and simple. So, what I like to do just as a starting spot is to say, you know, how old are you? And so let's say you're 60 years old. Take 100, the rule of 100 minus 60, ideally about no more than 40% of your money should be at risk in the market going up and down every day, keeping you on that emotional yo-yo. And ideally about 60% of your money should be purely safe that you can rely on, sleep at night kind of money. Sure. And that's our starting spot. And, you know, we can adjust, you know, a little more risky or a little more conservative because, you know, Tony, everyone has uh, different uh, retirement goals, different sized families. You know, some people have no kids. Some people have six kids. Uh, Some people are taking care of elderly parents. Everybody's got a unique, different situation happening. But the rule of 100 is a great starting spot to kind of figure out how much risk you should be looking at.
0: So uh, the rule of 100 can help us with that, right? To determine our own level of risk.
1: You know, it really does, Tony. And I like it because, you know, we talk about in the rule of 100, it breaks it out. So uh, green money is your safe money. Um, So think about like green money is like a a CD where you may not have access to the money without paying some penalties, but you're not going to lose any money. You may not make a lot of money on it. You know, the interest growth might be strong, but bottom line, your money... The balance should be safe so that's kind of safe money and we're all pretty used to that idea that safe money you're not going to make as much on it but but it's going to be there for you and then you know red money this is the money that we have in the market the mutual funds the cds the things in the market that go up and down a little bit or tony i know a lot of people um, have maybe some rental properties or real estate so those are things where there's no guarantees. So when you're in your red money, that's where your due diligence and your education is how you mitigate the risk on that side of things. So this rule of 100 report that I like to do for people, Tony, is a great starting spot for, especially Tony, for those people that finance is not their favorite thing and they don't spend a lot of time on it. So it's a really, because at the end of the day, it's your money and you need to understand what's happening. So this rule of 100 report, kind of breaking it out into red and green is a great tool because we do two things with it, Tony, right? First of all, is we look at through our conversation about what you would like to have in your ideal world. And then we balance that and go say, well, what's your actual world look like? So that way we can see, are you tracking or are there some disconnects that we need to adjust for planning?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, makes sense. Now I'm looking at the clock. We have to take a quick break again here, Tara. Is there anything you want to add before we do?
1: Well, I definitely, Tony. I think that this planning and and we're going to be delving into the details of annuities as a tool starting with the risk and allotment all of these these topics are so important and go into your financial plan so chris and i have set aside 20 complimentary appointments tony for people listening to the show today that say i really want some help figuring out where am i am i tracking where i should be and is everything lining up so Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those first 20 callers. If you want to call 719-210-4242, Tony, that's 719-210-4242. For anyone listening to the show that goes, you know what, I'm getting excited and I really want to sit down and make sure that my financial plan is tracking with where I want to get to.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you're just the person to help, it, help us keep it on track. Tara, I think that's great. Uh, Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Tara Nolan here on Financially Tuned. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at TaraENolan.com or call us today at 719-210-4242. And
1: now back to Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we've been talking about how do you recreate a retirement income? And the tool that we're gonna be focusing on for today's show are annuities. But what we've been talking about so far is just step one, figuring out what's your balance between safe green money and money that's exposed to risk in the market or red money. So we step one is figuring out, you know, how do we wanna balance it? Because the annuity generally can be the tool on the safe money side. But guess what, Tony? have you ever heard me say, it depends before?
0: Oh, yeah, every show. (laughs) I ask you a question and I, I usually at least once a show get, it depends.
1: Well, and this is the frustrating thing about when you're talking about money, probably about everything, but like annuities, you try to put it into one category, but then you go, well, it depends because there's different kinds. And so this is where the education piece becomes so important.
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people think, well, I've got social security or a pension, but you know, we all know Social Security isn't going to be enough uh, to rely on in retirement. And we need, you know, we might have a bulk sum with a 401k, but some of that's probably going to be Uncle Sam. So uh, what other retirement vehicle or investment vehicle is there? You mentioned annuities. Now explain to us uh, what an annuity is.
1: Well, you know, if you're looking for like a a Dictionary definition, I recommend anyone listening, go check out Investopedia. It's kind of like Wikipedia, yeah. but for investing. That's a great so, site. I love that Yeah, site. it's yeah. it's a great site when you say, what does this financial term mean? Or what does that financial term mean? And, you know, this is one of the things that does drive me a little batty about annuities, Tony. Is there are so many different kinds, and when someone's talking about annuity, you don't really know what they're talking about because it could be a fixed annuity, it could be a simple annuity, it could be a variable annuity. Are you going to annuitize it? Are you going to? You know, there's so many different questions. But let me let me try to break it down, Tony, into two broad categories because I think okay. keeping it simple yeah. is always better. So. An annuity, big picture, is offered by an insurance company because it has guarantees. So anytime you have guaranteed products, those are usually supported by insurance companies, things in the market don't have guarantees. So there's there's no large company backing or guaranteeing that your money is gonna be different than what the market's doing. But an annuity is backed by an insurance company. And so generally it has that baseline of guarantees. And big picture is you're gonna put your money into, give your money to an insurance company and you're gonna have a contract. So like say you have a mutual fund in the market, there's no contract, you just invest it and then you pay a certain percentage of fees versus an annuity, you have a contract with that insurance company and they're gonna to guarantee to pay you some amount of return in exchange for you letting them hold on to your money. So that's the big picture. Mm. And then Tony, there's two different kinds of annuities. There are fixed annuities, which that's just basically like the word says fixed. So you're gonna sign a contract and when you sign that contract, you're gonna pay whatever it is, 4% this year. And then every year that amount will adjust based on kind of how the market's performing. So you get a fixed amount. So you'll never go less than what you, so if you put $100,000 in, let's keep it simple, you're always gonna have 100,000. So if the market drops 10%, you're still gonna have 100,000. But if the market goes up 20%, you're only gonna make 104,000 because you're only gonna get that amount. So big picture as a tool, the annuity means you don't lose money. But here's the trick, Tony, because there's always a a gotcha, right? Let's talk about the gotcha. The word variable. Just if you're listening and you can write this down, write down the word variable. Because do you ever remember, like in sixth grade, Tony, where you're learning how to do math word problems? Yep. And you have to translate the words into the mathematical symbols. And like the word equal is easy because that's the equal sign and um, those kinds of things. So, the word variable, what that means is risk. So if you're listening to the show, and you, you see the word variable, we see it like variable annuities. Sometimes we have variable universal life. When you put the word variable in, what that triggers in your brain is, aha, this product has some risk attached to it. So it's uh, pretty simple, Tony, would you kind of agree with that, that simplification of fixed versus variable annuity?
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard good things about fixed index annuities and I've heard some bad things about variable annuities. But I, I imagine, again, it depends on somebody's particular situation.
1: Well, and this, Tony, goes back to the tool analogy of um, when you hear an annuity, most people think that they're protected, they're fixed. You're, ne- you're never going to lose money. So if you have $100,000, you're never going to lose money. And that's true with the fixed side. Now, this is where that word variable comes in. When you go into variable, what can happen, Tony, is if the market drops, there's potential for you to lose money. And Mm -hmm. so that's just, where what I find, Tony, is people become unhappy when they had a certain expectation and then the reality turned out to be different than what they thought it was gonna be. Mm -hmm. Has that ever happened?
0: Uh, yeah. Managing
1: expectations. Yes. You know, you're you're on Match.com and you're trying to go on that date, and then the person shows up, and they just don't quite look like the picture.
0: <laughs> right. I'm sure that's never happened.
1: Thank goodness I'm married. I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> but but it's the same kind of a thing. And so, um, but here's so here's how that works, Tony. And here's where the fine print kind of kicks in. Is have you ever heard of Um, annuitizing, or I think that they've gotten away from the word annuitizing, and now it's just uh, income-based rider. Mm. And so what this means is- What does that do? If you give the company, say your $100,000, and you agree to let the company keep that money forever, and they will just pay you an agreed-upon interest rate, then even if the market goes down you're going to get that agreed upon interest rate. However, what pro- what the problem happens is Tony, like have you ever had, you know, a great 10-year plan on life and about 6 years in all of a sudden you're like, oh. You know, I had an extra kid or oh, I've got to get braces for three kids or oh, you know, have you ever had a little life pop up happen? Uh yeah. So Just what last happens week. when I find people that are unhappy with their variable annuities, what's happened is They've put money in planning to leave it there. Some life emergency happens where they have to access that money and then there's penalties, right? And Always. then and then that's where the rub comes because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I thought it was my money and it's like, well, we had a contract. So it's kind of like everything. You just need to understand what you're getting involved because tools can be good if they're doing the job that you think they're gonna do.
0: Mm.
1: They become very frustrating when you're like, well, I thought, I was gonna be able to do this, and then I couldn't do this. So that's where, that's why we've got to understand. And so far, just to reiterate and recap, fixed annuities and simple annuities, fixed index annuities, you're always gonna just get pay the interest rate you've signed up for. Variable means there's gonna be some variable. So can I introduce another word, Tony? Sure. This is another word to write down for your notes, if you're listening, is the word rider okay have you ever heard of the word rider
0: well sure like a uh a, a, the rider on the storm
1: so this, exactly surf rider horse rider. we need some we need some background music for the show now yeah <laughs> that'd be more fun um so i like to liken riders like have you ever been to the ice cream store there's chocolate vanillas and strawberry but then you go into baskin robbins and how many flavors do they have now
0: 131 i don't know a lot
1: yeah Exactly. So think about with insurance and with annuities, a rider is like every other flavor of ice cream out there. <laughs> so these are, you know, simple riders, like they have a, an income guarantee rider that will. So no matter what the market does, then you're going to get guaranteed to pay that. Or they have uh, inflation riders now where, you know, you're guaranteed to get a step up increase for inflation, or they have uh, second to die riders where if you're married, then the policy will extend. So it goes on and on and on. So yeah. like, there's like whatever personal scenario you could think of, Tony, there's probably a rider for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of a, a dog trail here, Tony, but I had a friend of mine who's, he left the house and his five year old son was just learning kind of how to play with matches. Oh. And no kidding, Tony, the kids started the house on fire oh. right before they left for dinner. They came back and, and Tony, I love the story because my friend, he's like, Yeah, it's fine. We have insurance for that. Oh <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like he's like, I am super conservative. I'm like, You have insurance in case your little kid starts the house on fire? He's like, Uh huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so So it had a good ending. But you know, so this is where um, you have to just understand what riders are, because guess what? Are riders free?
0: No. Is there more. anything
1: free when you're investing?
0: Uh, no.
1: And, and, you know, Tony, this is also an education piece, because I do sit down with people, and there's a lot of people who think, well, it's my 401k, or it's with my business, or it's this or that, um, you know, it's with... You know, some uh, businesses have a .org, org extension, so people think they're nonprofits and things are free. That There's nothing free. So you just need to understand what you're paying for. And you know, and the thing I talk about with people, Tony, is it's not really so much what the fee is, is are you getting value for that fee? Because if you're getting good value, it's okay. The rub comes in when you're paying a fee that's doing nothing for you.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, you don't want to be paying for nothing.
1: You know, that's one of the examples I use is once you've retired from your company, leaving your money with your 401k with your company, and you're no longer working for the company, you're no longer getting matching, then you're paying a fee for a service you're no longer getting because part of the fee for the 401k is to manage the matching and and taking care of all that. Once you've retired, that's why you should take control of your money and roll it over because you don't want to pay for a fee that's no longer serving a purpose for you. Right. But while you're working, that fee is fine because it's serving a purpose. So I, I think it's so important, Tony, for education to happen because one, I mean, there's nothing free, but, and people, get, but people get upset when they feel like they don't understand what they were paying for. Mm. But I find, Tony, that once people understand how things work, then it's you're okay with paying fees if you understand it, it's just when you feel like you were caught unawares or, or got taken.
0: Um, you know, what can you tell us about these? Now, fixed index annuities, those are really popular right now as a retirement vehicle for all these baby boomers who are retiring like 10,000 people a day. So uh, that's going to be a big one that you see out there. And uh, do some of your clients utilize those?
1: Yeah. And let me try. This is always the thing. I love to sit down, Tony, with people across them on the table so we can have a piece of paper and I can draw the pictures, but let's talk about the difference in a fixed indexed annuity and just a fixed annuity. So generally it's just both of those products um, have a, I call it a floor. So let's say you have $100,000, no matter what the market does, you're never gonna lose, you're never gonna have less than $100,000. So it's safe money there. Um, Fixed annuities tend to pay a little bit lower interest rate a fixed index annuity, it's not in the market, but it, just think about it like a picture a ruler, just like a little simple wooden ruler that you have. And what fixed index annuities do is they kind of look at the S&P 500 and see what the market's doing and use that as a ruler. So if the market's paying like an average of like 6 to 10%, what the insurance companies will do is pay about 4 or 5%. Yeah. Because, right, the insurance companies, that's how they make their money. But let's just say this gets adjusted every year. So let's say the next year the market goes up, has a crazy year and is paying like 20%. With a fixed index annuity, that ruler adjusts out. So that year, just as an example, instead of just making the 4% you were making, now your your return may be going up to as high as 10% because the ruler adjusts with the market. But by the same token, Tony, then let's say the market has a, a negative year where it's dropped way down, then the ruler will adjust. And so instead of making that 10%, it may drop down to where you're making maybe 0.5%. So a fixed index annuity, why the baby boomers are really liking that is instead of just being like a flat, okay, you're going to make 1% no matter what, you know, so if the market goes up to 20%, you're only making 1%. Right. Um, the fixed index annuity. It lets you have a little bit more adjustment to try to keep up with inflation because it adjusts with how the market is doing, but still giving you that baseline that you're never going to go below what you
0: started with. Wow. Well, see, there are a lot of advantages there. Now, we're out of time for today's show. I know we could keep going with this topic. Is there anything you want to add before we go today?
1: Oh, gosh, there's so much. Um, uh, Let's see the big takeaways from today's show. Let me just do a quick recap, especially for anybody who's just tuning in. With annuities, the words that you want to understand are fixed, variable, and rider. So if you're taking notes, those are the three different kinds of questions you want to key in when you're talking to somebody and say, what do these words mean? And, you know, Tony, the big picture is, as Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for anyone listening to today's show that especially is getting ready to retire and they've got their 401k nest egg and they're going, you know, we've heard about annuities and we're not sure if this is a tool for us or not. Chris and I would love to sit down and do some education to talk about how do we protect all that hard work that you've done over the years and balance it between the market and your safe money. So Tony, we've set aside 20 complimentary appointments. The number is 719-210-4242. And again, Tony, this is for those open-minded people that want to set themselves up for success. Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments, 719-210-4242. It's all about getting people on that road for financial success.
0: Yeah, that's what it's all about. Thanks, Tara. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with the amazing Tara Nolan of Nolan Advisory Services.
1: Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan. Social Security Administration or any government agency.